Oh, man, I had a funny bit planned today, and I forgot it. You know, I was in the bathroom a bit ago trying to come up with a funny bit, and I had something, and I think I forgot it, too. So... There you go. I don't know. Maybe we should try again tomorrow. We can do that. Okay. I, I, we're, there's going to be a break in the episode, and we'll start over tomorrow. But we'll keep this in. So good night, camera, and I'll see you tomorrow. Good night, Chad. Okay, so now it's the next day. We're, we're back at it. Uh, did, did you think of a way to intro this? Yeah, pull my finger. Okay. I'm going to have to do it for, for pretend because you're in a different state, but I, I just did. Okay. So, uh, something's supposed to happen and didn't. Oh. You know, we had a, we had a whole extra day to prepare for this, Cameron. I'm feeling I'm feeling like we let we let people down. I think you let me down because you said you're going to do it. I that's fair. Well, it's Friday now. Did you yeah. have a good week? Yeah, it's been it's been all right. Uh, lot lots of video stuff at work. Doing doing all the training videos, working with all the peoples, and my boss is gone most of the week. Which is always kind of fun because I don't have any surprise projects that just show up. <laughs> yeah, you know how that goes. Yeah, I really um, I I don't mind being left to my own devices. Um, mm-hmm. as long as I understand what the goal is, and it's like, okay, I have a window, I have a goal to achieve in that window. I'll take care of it. Yeah, the one issue I have right now is like pretty much every project I'm working on involves like making a training video and. I could only spend so many hours in Premiere a day before my brain just starts turning into mush. Yeah. So by the end of the day, I'm kind of like really ready to fuck off or just find literally anything else to do. So, yeah, there's goods and bads about having the the job I have. It does sound fun, though. I'd love to make training videos. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I got to edit uh, Anthony's trailer for his game oh really that was fun to do i didn't i didn't do much he, he kind of had it all planned out anyways but he doesn't have the video editing software so it's like sure i helped i helped spruce a couple little things up but he kind of had all the assets already done Honestly, that was that's the way to, to do on. it though right like because that's something like that you got a script ahead of time i remember when me and joe were working on the trailers for the land of glass like you know we we were trying to we had the song we were going to cut to and kind of the hash marks, so we knew how many seconds each chunk would take, and just like where, okay, what's the text going to be? How should we progress this? What should we show first? Like you know, we 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 tried to kind of plan that out ahead of time, and then went and filmed it, and so it just it just cuts down, right? If you have like a really good game plan, it makes life a lot easier for that. But it's which isn't really like a good. shocking revelation, but <laughs> fair enough. So um, when you were working on it, did you, I guess I haven't seen it yet. So like I don't know, were you cutting to music then? Uh, did he have like? Oh, you didn't see it yet. No. Let me bring it up on Steam because you can wishlist oh. it now. Never mind. We talked about this last week. Did we? I think this was his game. Uh, Wivia. Yeah, I didn't know you cut the trailer together. I, I, you had me look at it. I didn't realize that you had made that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, again, that was kind of his planning. Or his script or whatever, but um, I really like his game. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. It's it's super cute. It's a uh, it's kind of like a Dragon Quest 
RPG, like a, like that kind of style graphics, but they're propped up like 3D, like uh, you'd see in Paper Mario. So it it kind of does that faux nostalgia thing without like its head up its ass because I'm I'm getting really tired of these pretend retro games. I don't understand what retro is. That's fair. And this is more of a like, hey, you know what's fun is pixels. And it's not trying to be a Nintendo game. Yeah. Apparently that um that alien like uh squad shooter came out. Apparently. I I got no fanfare for it until like release day. Have you heard anything yeah. on it? I heard one thing and it was largely that it's not great, but it's yeah. an alien game and that can be enough for people. But this is like literally one opinion, so I have no idea uh how well it's doing as far as metacritic scores or if fans are happy with it because i also Uh, like i don't trust the metacritic scores um right there's not a lot of people i trust (laughs) and that's the thing it's like i want to know what i want to know about the game but i feel like the only way i can really do that is to literally just buy it and play it as a demo and if i like it keep it if i don't like it get rid of it because reading a review kind of does absolutely nothing for me at this point oh there's different glasses okay i like that i said oh there's gonna be a warhammer one there's gonna be a turtle rock one who did the original left for dead and then i think there's like one more that's also coming out yet this year no there's like three more coming out this year well i just i just listed three so is there another like so seven total like what the fuck yeah no this the c3 was riddled with left for dead clones um there's another one where it takes place on a it's like a lunar colony with this like a uh, retro modernistic thing where it's like uh like you know how how people pretended what sci-fi would look like in the 70s yeah like it's got that style to it that sounds kind of fun um yeah there's another zombie one where it looks very bland and generic more so than back for blood uh like you said there's that warhammer one there's an expansion for the for the Warhammer Fantasy one with the rats. Oh, cool! Um, Wait, so yeah. is the is the other one like Warhammer 40k or is it also yeah. Age of Sigmar? Oh, no, it's, what are you no, fighting? There's a 40k one coming out. That's a new game, but from that same dev team. Okay, Do so you get we to already fight know Tyranids? the quality there. Uh, I want to say no. God damn it! That seems I, so easy. I well, yeah, but I don't know. There might be different levels. Like there might be a Tyranid level. I'm, I'm not really sure that. That also might have gotten pushed back to next year. Aw. Uh, oh, you know, I'm on Steam. I could just bring it up real quick. I think it's called... Uh, yeah, I suppose we, we have the power, don't we? Yeah. That, was that Dark Tide? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so you play Inquisitors. And you fight... Uh, it looks like... Actually, it looks like zombies. So I think you're fighting Chaos and Nurgle kind of stuff. So I think there's going to be zombies cool and demons. Too. Demons are cool. Zombies, we've seen so many t- times before that uh, anybody doing zombies anymore, like, like stop, please. We've, you know. Yeah, um, I've seen zombies. If I want to play a game with zombies, there's selection. There's a big selection. There's some really good games in that selection. Like, I don't need more zombie games. No, demons, I, I, I could do more of, like, Obviously, we've got Doom, but this is a very different kind of game than Doom. I'm down for, like, horde-killing zombies to crazy music with friends. Like, that sounds really fun. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't, there's a lot of, uh, Left 4 Dead clones. And none of them are particularly getting me excited because the, even this, uh, 40k one, it does look good, but I'm watching the trailer and watching like a horde of zombies shamble out of a hallway. It's kind of like, well, I, I like having the big 40k kind of hammer with electricity shooting off of it, but I don't like the zombies. So <laughs> I'm, I'm half yeah. excited. Half the visuals are working really well. Like, if we're being honest, the one made by Turtle Rock is probably going to be the best one. Like, it actually has prestige behind it. I trust Ugh. them. No, I don't. Do, Evolve was, like, the biggest disappointment I've ever had. I suppose Evolve was a bit of a miss. And then this beta was terrible. Like, the sound design is awful. All the Like, every oh, really? shot has the exact same sound. Um, It's like, someone described it really well as, like, it feels like a mod pack for Left 4 Dead 2 that some fan made. Like well, it was so that on the is nose. Not promising. Yeah, it, it. I don't know. Some people are ranting and raving about it, but I think it's the kind of people that still play Left 4 Dead 2. Sure. Um, so <laughs> I'm not even sure if that one's going to come out neat. Because like I'm looking at these games, I'm like, I kind of want one of them, but I'm also going to want one that everyone I know is going to want, so we can play together. And I don't want to pressure people into buying a shitty Aliens game, right? Or yeah, a shitty if, Warhammer game. If it turns out good, I'll get the Aliens one with you. But I think I would honestly rather play Deep Rock Galactic. Also, yeah, it's been a while since I've, I jumped into that. That game's super fun. It's uh, not quite the I same, feel like but I there's was... elements there. Yeah, and also that game's like really chill for parts of it too, which is kind of nice. Like I just like turn on music and kind of just mine for a bit. Yeah, it's a it is oh, its own kind of, of experience, that... but. So there's a couple separations here, but uh, the band Glory Hammer that do power metal, uh, they're getting rid of their lead singer. Like he got fired. I have no idea why. Uh, this upset me because he's like the only good member in that band and the only reason to listen to their music. Yeah. But their music is like something I would play while we play Deep Rock Electric, right? And it's like, what, what are you doing? So that sucks. It's a bummer. That dude will find more bands though. He's like fantastic at singing. So. Good luck to you, Angus McFife, you crazy guy. That's not his real name. That's a stage name. I don't know what his real name is. I think it's Tommy something. Yay, Tommy. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Um. Do we want to just like get into it? Because we had a plan for the episode. And there's actually... I mean, there's a lot to go through if we end up doing it in depth. Yeah, I think we got some meat on the bone here. Yeah, um, so... I, I don't remember. Did we talk about this last week? I don't remember either. I was going to go and do a bit, and then I'm thinking, well, if we did a talk about it last week. You can do a bit. No, no, that's ruined. No, I'll I'll edit around it so that you sound clever. No. The punchline was Fuckles the Echidna, and that's not even my joke. I stole that from a different podcast. Oh, well, we don't do plagiarism here. I know. I almost texted you. Because I was listening, this is earlier in the week, and I heard that someone just kind of said that as a funny thing, and I almost texted it to you, but I was like, well, Cameron's at work right now. I don't know if I should bother him while he, I know he's at work. So I didn't. Oh, you can. I I don't really have my phone out while I have to focus on stuff. Okay. I, I Some people, like, there's rules, and there's different, you know, but everybody's a little different. I, I just kind of assume I won't bother people unless I'm unless it's okay. But I also assume I'm bothering everybody unless I've specifically told otherwise, which is why I'm really awkward around people most of the time. So last week, I put together a playlist of some Sonic the Hedgehog music. Yeah. Um, Specifically, 
only from actual soundtracks from games. I was tempted to throw in like stuff from cartoons or fan projects. And it's like, no, there's so much to talk about just on the games that, that I didn't even bother looking at that stuff. And I was able to whittle it down to, I think, a, still a pretty big list. It was a little bigger than I intended. Yeah, there's 24 songs. Um, I had I had filed. I ended up listening to this over the course of a couple days, which I didn't mean to do. It was just sort of how it happened. I think it's, it's a one fun of those way to do like, it. The songs I recognized, I was just like immediately like, hell yeah, that level's fucking awesome. And the songs I didn't recognize, I was like, I wish this was playing to the level so I could see what the level looks like. Sorry, you because cut I'm out curious because like the oh sorry um. So like the songs I did recognize, like I wish, or I like the songs I didn't. I I really wanted to go check the level out because the, they made the level sound really good. You know, yeah, a, a couple of these kind of have a visual component to them. Um, I I actually like, was hopeful that I could find this is a YouTube playlist and the the links in the show notes here, but um, I was hopeful that I could just find like soundtrack only gameplay. Where there's no sound effects, but you can still see the level going while the music's playing, just because that accompanies it so well. You know, like, um, I really like the Dragon Road song, and I, I was just like, what game is this from? What does this look like? And so I'm looking at it right now, and it's like, oh, it's one of the 3D ones, which, of course it is. But yeah, then you get all the really abrasive sound effects in there, and it kind of just kills it. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I brought up a video before the show, and it's like, uh, I don't know, Sonic got hit by something, and the rings, like, he dropped, like, 80 rings, and it was the most shrill, high-pitched, clipping-my-speakers sound. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this is the wrong video, okay. Jesus, watching this is, like, almost... So this is from Sonic Unleashed. It's just incoherent. Like, I I, I can follow it, but I almost don't want to. Like, the, it, it's moving so fast, the camera's spinning around so much, there's so many ring sounds, and, like, <laughs> it's... I don't know if this makes me sound like an old guy or if this well, game is just not well designed. But So I actually, I want to talk about that. But do you want to work through the playlist um, like an order? We'll put a pen in this one. And we'll, because I, I do, um, I, I picked each of these songs or tracks, I guess is the proper word. Um, Specifically, like I, I have like a story on each of these. So I, I wanted to like walk through and talk to you about all of these. Um, now, you, so you mentioned before with... that you, you played the original ones, like on the Genesis, right? Yeah. More or less. I don't know anyone that's played through Sonic 1. I've never played through Sonic 1. I've played Sonic 1, but like the first maybe three levels. I, I got don't know if that game was just hard or level. what? I think. It's so... It's not good. It's their first outing. Um, Like, they, they really... Sega really wanted a mascot. And they just Yo. didn't know what to do. Um, do you remember their first video game mascot character that, like, this is it. This is the face. Um, I do not. I was going to bring this up before I forgot. Um, but, but, but up. I just want to screenshot. What's all these videos? Opa, Opa. Um, so Sega was like, we need a mascot the same way Nintendo has Mario. So they made, like, a bullet hell shooter with a little spaceship that has feet and wings on it. That's kind of cute. Yeah, it's kind of cute, but, this is, like, do you want to buy a shirt with that on it? Mm. I, <laughs> it's, like, it's Probably not a not. good mascot character. No. It, it's neat, though. I, I like it, but, yeah, it's not 
It's not going to fight Mario and win. Right. So they're like, okay, wait, we have to fight um, on comparable terms. Let's have a platformer. And they're like, okay, how, how do we how do we have an iconic character for our platformer? And they're like, okay, let's take a character that everyone loves, like Mickey Mouse. He's got a lot of circles going on. But let's make him cool like Michael Jackson. And that's how they came up with Sonic the Hedgehog. That works. And the I rest is it. history. Yay! I guess. I don't know. Um, so yeah, this first Sonic game, I sent you this soundtrack from Labyrinth Zone, which is one of the yeah. later ones. Um, it's got such a nice bass line. <laughs> I hate this level, but I, the music works really well, I think. Well, the music's super, like, upbeat and cheery, and then, like, I scroll through the comments, and everyone's just like, welcome to hell, and I hate this <laughs> level. And I was like, man, what did this level... Oh, too much damn water. It's like, oh, it's one of those levels. Man, a third of this game was water levels. Oh, fuck um, that. I, I think that they had the idea of wouldn't it be cool if you ran fast, but they didn't they didn't put fast running as a gameplay feature in this game. Um, like the system wasn't even up to it yet. They had to do some reverse engineering to figure out how to run fast in Sonic 2. Oh, this is much more of a traditional platformer where you're like you're standing still on blocks that float back and forth a lot. Like that's what this level was. Yeah, I remember because they didn't have a spin dash in that one. So like, yeah. if you wanted to go fast or had to, you had to like really build momentum. And if you didn't, you were fucked. Um, but yeah, I wanted to start with the first game. And everyone always talks about you know Green Hill Zone, and it's like that's. Eh, that's cliche, everyone's heard that. No one's gotten this far in the game, so why don't we look at something different? I'm really curious what this level looks like now, so... Sonic... Labyrinth Zone! Oh, it's yellow! It's Oh, I think I did look at this the other day. Um... Yeah, like, I just, like, sc scrolled ahead, and it was just, like, Sonic waiting on a platform for a bit, and it's just like, ah, that's what you just said it was. Yeah, a lot of that game was. And Wow, there is a lot of water. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's another one called Scrap Brain Zone, and I remember a kid at school once gave me a, a cheat code sheet, and he said, dude, at the title screen on Sonic, just enter this cheat code, and you can do a level select. And it's like, oh, cool, so you can just, like, get to all the levels and just see them all that way. And he's like, yeah, play, like, try all of them at least once, but don't even try Scrap Brain Zone. It's not worth it. Like, even with level select and unlimited lives, he's like, no, don't even look at it. It's not worthwhile. <laughs> What's kind of funny about this is that, like, there's assets and stuff in here that they definitely continue to use, right? Like, it's, it looks like a Sonic game. It... it God, I, I, all this water is upsetting me just watching it. And like, oh, God, there's three acts to this one. Fuck that. Oh, yeah, they all had three acts. I think the two-act system works a lot better. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like the music doesn't fit the level, but the, that's because the level is making me anxious, and so the music is not. Yeah, I think the soundtrack design, they got that cool vibe. Like, it's it's using the Genesis sound card well. Yeah. Uh, for their first outing, not the best level design, but... I feel like they got Sonic down. They got um, like a lot of the visuals down. They got the music down. So building on that with Sonic 2, it all came together really well, I think. 
Ooh. Um, anything else to say on that one? Or uh, no. I'm excited to talk about Battery Zone just because flying Battery Zone from Sonic Three is a fucking cool level, and the the this is one where the music like absolutely matches it. giant dystopian flying spaceship with guns and robots and the freaking the music is just so futuristic and kind of like pre-industrial but it has like those weird synths to it that sound kind of like machinery right like it's such a good song yeah it really is and it, it just starts off so strong and this is also one of those levels where speed is the game like, there's yeah. constant movement. Even at the slow parts, there's, like, spinning propellers. So nothing on screen is boring, you know? There's parts where you're hanging up the outside of it, and clouds are flying by, and you're like, Whoa, it's windy. Wow, you gotta jump careful. Ah, no. Um, yeah, this is one it of my also, favorite. It, it captures the fact that it's flying, right? There's something, like, soaring about this song. You're, like, outside spaceships, like, airplanes. Like, it... it it just does exactly what it needs to do really, really well, like, to a shocking degree. Yeah. It, it's that really main perfect. melody in the chorus fucking rocks. It's so good. I think I can say the same thing about a lot of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Um, I do yeah. like the soundtrack to 2, but 3 and Knuckles was a 10 out of 10 perfect experience. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. I had trouble whittling down and picking only one or two. <laughs> Well, and that's funny because the this other one you picked was uh, Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal Remix. So you did actually have one fan remix on here. Yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about that. Um, Sonic 3 development is when they actually got Michael Jackson to fly out to the Sega Studios for a visit. And he consulted yeah, and a bit this, on like, the music. Multiple times. And then, because yeah. his name's not really like associated with it. It's sort of like, oh, by the way, it, I feel like that came after. It's yeah. It, it's one of these things where he didn't necessarily like work on it. I think that what happened was he visited and talked to their music guy, and th there was technically a collab thing where he's like, "Oh, the the beat should be like this." And go, okay, yeah, sure. I can work with that. Um, I think it was that, and not a whole lot more. People okay. really like to blow that out of proportion. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I wanted to, I wanted you to listen to Flying Batteries on, and like, I, I was curious if you picked up on any of the Michael Jackson-isms, because really I think the, uh, the bass line paired with that high pitch beat just feels like a Michael Jackson song. Oh, um, yeah, I get that. But yeah, this remix I sent you is the Ice Cap Zone and Smooth Criminal kind of blended together, and it works so well. It does, and like also layering the his lyrics over it just blends. Every time he's like ah, it like Sonic usually gets hurt. Yeah, so it's lined <laughs> up really well. Also, this has a, over a million views, 1.5 million views, which is fucking nuts to me. And there's other ones too. I I wasn't even sure which one to send you. I think there's a flying battery zone, Michael Jackson. Um. But Ice Cap Zone, I also wanted to talk about how this is one of those where, I, I don't know if you noticed this trend, but like fan remixes online, they're always the ice level. Like if you look up Sonic Guilty. Remix, it's always Ice Cap Zone, if you look up Metroid, it's Pendrana Drifts. 
Yeah, and to be fair though, Madrano Drifts is the best song in Metroid Prime. Yeah, there's just there's um, something about ice levels that always bring in the best um I don't know, the cool sound. I did do a remix of Ice Cap Zone once. I think I took it down because it was terrible. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Oh. Which is good because it fucking sucked. It was I, I had no idea what I was doing then. And it's one of those like you have to make bad things before you can make good things because you have to learn how. Uh, but I, I was gonna send it to you and no, I can't. Oh well. Yeah. The best about the best thing about learning experiences is you can take the lesson and forget the experience. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and I yeah, do that... at some point want to like I kind of want to remix a Sonic song at some point just because one I think it'd be fun, but they're just they're good. And then you could find and I've, I've talked about this before because it, it, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. One of these days, maybe I'll sit down with the uh, one of the lava levels, right? Because everyone does the ISO one, so let's let's do the opposite. Yeah, that's actually a fun concept. To, to deliberately reef, choose Fuck a different yeah. theme. Yeah. Um, should we move on to Chemical Plant Zone? Chemical Plant, this is another really good song. I have a lot of memories of this level. Because it's the second level in Sonic 2. It was really hard. At least for me at the time. Like the, the, There was water in it, and there was like certain platforms that moved around. And if you fucked them up, they crushed you just dead. But it's, it's another song that I feel like really gets the theme of the level like it, it feels very much like you're in a really gross chemical plant it's a dystopia and like i could just like see me running through this level doing the loop-de-loops and like the gray industrial concrete metal stuff in the background right like it it fits so perfectly and it's such a good song yeah i love when there's like a dr robotnik themed level where it's like it's like, this is clearly a, a robot-filled zone that Robotnik took over. And there's always yeah. those, like, industrial themes in the sound. It just, uh, God, that whole level feels so down big. Here. The pitch shifter, it's like, yee da 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 Like, I don't know how they did that with a sound card for, for the Sega thing, man. Like, how the fuck did they make this? I, I don't know how they got Sonic to run fast. That was a miracle in its own right. Um, now, what I actually used here was the Sonic Mania remix of it. Mm -hmm. Did you play Sonic Mania? Uh, yes. I liked how they would remix the old levels. I think they did too many of these, but I like the concept of Act 1 is super familiar, and then Act 2 is like a new remix and then a new mechanic. And for Chemical yeah, Plant cool. Zone, there was that thing where you could actually play with the chemicals where you would like inject a different color and it would change all the water into, like, a bouncy rubber that you'd bounce off of. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is kind of neat. You know, th that stuff is fun. Um, but I loved what they did with this remix because it feels so true to the original intent while also using a wider sound library that they can. Yeah. I guess I, I kind of, like, it's funny because it says Sonic Mania and it's staring right at me, and I just immediately thought of, like, the original Oh, so, yeah. like, they did a really, really good job remixing this because it is super evocative of the first version of this song. Very much so. We got the boss theme next. This is from Sonic 1. I definitely remember this music. So it's I've so, played Sonic like, 1 and got to the first boss. It's so dramatic. It really is. I feel like it's, it's too much for such a goofy-looking boss. 
Where it's like this Probably. really impractical ball that he's swinging around. I think as a kid, though, it worked really well, because, like, yeah. you understand the game mechanics and that you're not good at it, and all of a sudden this guy shows up and he's, like, swinging this giant ball at you, and you're like, oh, he's a wrecking ball, he's gonna kill me, da-da-da-da! I don't know, like, they knew their audience, maybe. I think my favorite is Sonic 2's boss music. That's the next one, do-do-do. Yeah! It's a little now, circusy. Yeah. Um, it's bouncy. You can like, you feel appropriate like jumping over stuff and like dodging a laser or whatever. Um, yeah. I like that they saved the melodramatic thing for the final level and the final boss. Then it got a little more than this. But for those yeah. little visits throughout the game with the goofy mechanics, I thought this worked really well. It's still like, oh no, he's evil. It's Dr. Robotic. But it also kind of felt like something you'd hear on like Saturday morning cartoons. Honestly, this would be kind of fun to remix too, just because that do 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 do, like playing that with like a chuggy guitar would sound really badass. Oh, oh, dude, there are some really cool metal remixes or covers. Um, there's, there's a lot of good like Robotnik medleys and stuff. Sure. Uh, this is one that I was tempted to put in, like, something else, but I did want to talk about the game more. <laughs> Man, just staring at that splash screen with Sonic and Tails <laughs> and, like, the wings, like, oh, it's so nostalgic, oh my god. It makes you happy. It does, it really does. I love the chrome effect on the lettering. Yeah. Because it's not very good, but you can tell what it is. So, do we want to talk about Sonic CD? I've, I've never played Sonic CD. Yeah, this is a game I'm not nostalgic for. I, I really don't like this game. Uh, I like the song, though. Yeah, there's some good music in it. I just, I feel like they messed up the physics or something. Like, it, it, the level design is so busy. I just never enjoyed playing it. Like, Sonic 3 and Knuckles is so perfect, and then this felt like a misfire. Uh, how much do you know about the game? Uh, pretty much nothing, if I'm being honest. So, there was kind of this gimmick built into it with time travel, where I think if you got enough rings, you could... If you had enough rings and you ran fast enough, you would actually, like, warp to the future. And depending on circumstances, you'd go to a good version of the future or a bad version, Robotnik 1. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, so this is the Quartz Quadrant level. If you go to the future, we're Robotnik 1. So you get this like mechanical industrial thing laid over the theme for the base level. And I just, I really love this sound. It's funny, I'm watching the uh, guy run through this level and it's so, it's too much, I think. Like it doesn't, it, it feels really weirdly designed. Like there's a, a bunch of ways you can go, but if you miss, you know, your opportunity, you're just stuck going like you're falling and falling and falling and... That can work to an extent, but I feel like it, it's, it goes too big with it, and I don't know, like, it, it makes it feel like nothing's really important because you're skipping so much stuff. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's very empty, um, is maybe this the best also, way to put it. Yeah, this also focused a lot on Metal Sonic, or Mega Sonic, 
which, which is a mistake. Were, yeah, they, they forced a little too much of that. They also introduced Amy Rose. And it's like, this game felt like it was designed by a boardroom. Where it's like, we have to push the Sega Saturn. We we need Sonic to have a girlfriend. We Just need him to have a rival. That Amy's been around that long. Uh, what? It's crazy to me that Amy's been around that long. Because she feels oh, like such yeah. a new construction. She kind of gets reinvented every couple years, though. Yeah. I liked her in the last comic book run. Uh... They've definitely, like, you know, you can work with her, right? Like, she can be a really good character. She it, became it really just... good in the Archie comics. She is good in the current IDW comics. She's good in Sonic Boom. Yeah. I don't like her in, like, Sonic Adventure, where she's, like, whiny. Um, In Sonic we CD, she should do another she was, Sonic like, Boom episode. I, you know what? We should. That's not just a bad just, idea. I just want to watch that cartoon. That cartoon's fucking awesome. In fact, we don't have to do an episode. We can just watch it later. We could. <laughs> um, yeah, so the other thing with Sonic CD was this is that one that had the anime intro, which oh. I think you've, you've seen that one, where it's like animated really slick and he's running around. Yeah. Um, if you're strong, you can fly. You can reach the other side of the rainbow. <laughs> that one. Yup. I was going to just put that in here, but it's not... I don't feel like it fits with the selection so that shows an actual level uh but that kind of bleeds into sonic r whose entire soundtrack was basically that opening music yeah and this is uh this is this where the, like the the songs start with actually have like singing in them yeah sonic r is an amazing disaster of a game they wanted to have a 3d game because mario 64 was just getting way too much attention and they went through multiple versions of how do we get Sonic to run around in 3D. And ultimately it came to this point where, hey, look, we got to release a game. We can't keep scrapping these terrible ideas that don't work. And they farted out this racing game. And I, I don't know. It's one of these things where I think everybody hates it. But as a younger person that didn't have access to the internet, boy, this was a fun game. No one told me to hate it. I'm watching it, and it looks it looks terrible, right? It's, but I'm, it's I'm rough guessing when it edges. first came out, it was probably pretty cool. So that's the thing. No, <laughs> oh, like it was even it was getting panned at the time. This came out oh, after wow. Crush Bandicoot. Oh yeah, it it was a little behind on the the 3D graphics department. Uh, but what I loved was we got this PC version. And the CD, you could put into a CD player, and it would just play the soundtrack. Oh, that's cool. And all the tracks had lyrics. And I think there's a couple of these songs that I will, on impulse, just start singing out loud when we're on VR chat. If we're running down a hill <laughs> real fast, I'll just start singing these lyrics, because they come to mind. Yeah. And I don't think you even know what I'm referencing when I do this. Nope. But yeah, I like... Uh, I, I actually couldn't decide. I, I had to roll a dice for a random number. <laughs> To, to pick which Sonic R to put on this list because they all sound exactly the same. The really crazy thing about this level is that it makes no shit fucking sense. Like there's, yes. I'm like lost in it, and it's like it's a racing game. I shouldn't be, but there's so many weird ways to get off the course that I like. I have no idea if this person's doing well or not. Like I, I'm totally confused. 
Now, there is a, a silver lining with this game. And that's that we got designs for Robot Tails and Robot Knuckles. Because all the robot characters were unlockable. Oh, that's kind of cool. And I don't know if you've ever seen Robot Knuckles, but he is one of the coolest designs I've ever seen come out of Sonic. Where he just... He looks pointy from all angles. Yeah. Buckles the Echidna. You did it. You did a callback. Yeah, that's a cool design. Oh, um, so, okay. The next one, we enter a new era of Sonic games. Yeah, this is when Sonic was butt rock. It, uh, the butt rock <laughs> times were upon us. So this is pulled from the live concert they did earlier this year. But Open Your Heart was the Sonic Adventure 1 theme. And that's what played, like, when, when you boot up the game. But it also played when you turn into Super Sonic at the end to fight Chaos. And I remember the first time I was doing this, and when this music kicked in, I was, it's like... I was so pumped. <laughs> like, this is the coolest thing ever! It's funny because I both like it because it's it, it, I, I I associate Sonic with this. They did this a lot, like as far as the butt rock thing, right? Like they didn't just do it once; they did it for like multiple games. Yeah. And it's like, for better or worse, Sonic is tied with this genre of music and this band. And I I, I hate it, but it's so. It's such a weird decision, and they went so in on it that I kind of respect it. I think all I ask of them is that they make a decision and commit to it. Like, we were talking about Sonic CD feeling like it was designed by a boardroom. And with this, it's like, hey, you know, they, they definitely used some focus groups, but they had an artistic vision, and they pursued it. Yeah. And it's like, hey, this isn't... I don't think this is for everybody. But damn, if it's not for me... I will take it. Yeah. It just feels so much better. Um, Sonic it's Adventure just, is it's a... It's just charming. It's got its own mess to it, but it is largely charming. Have you been to one of those places on VR Chat? Like, you can go to City Central or Central Square, uh, no, I guess. No, I don't think we've done that. We should we should do that this weekend. Um, There's something... Yeah, we will. There's something funny about, like, going to that pool outside the hotel... And just like sitting there and looking at the beach a little bit, and it's like, oh, this is kind of chill. I like this. I can picture Tails' plane crashing in the distance. Nice. Yeah, I <laughs> I loved this performance though. So, did it's, you like watch this concert then? Oh, dude, I I can't recommend this. That's concert a dumb enough. question. Yeah it it was so good. They they had some bizarre callbacks too. They literally they have a full live orchestra. And they're doing the Tails spinoff game that was on Game Gear. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Did you ever think you'd see a full orchestra performing that music? Fuck no. It's it's amazing. And they do a good job. I remember, like, I showed this to my mom, too. And she was like, what's that game? It's adorable. I love Tails. And it's like, that was on the Sega Game Boy that was twice as big and had, like, it took 12 batteries at a time. It's like, oh, that was too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> continue Sonic Adventure and talk about this next one. Run through the speed highway. Yeah, this is an actual level. This is one of the few songs that I think actually captured the fast feeling. 
like while you're running over the highways and loop-de-loops and stuff this music accompanies it so much better so i remember playing sonic adventure and having a really good time when it came out i think i want to say i bought this game recently on pc because it was like two dollars and i played a couple hours of it and i was like i fucking hate this game and that's funny. This is one of those games that I will sit in an afternoon and like 100% it. No, that's an exaggeration, but like I'll, I'll get to Supersonic. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I know this game so well that like, I can't speed run it, but I can, I can certainly, you know, Bing Bong Boom, A B C straight line it, you know. Yeah. But I, I really like Run Through the Speed Highway. It's a, it's a cool song. It fits it really well. I'm, I'm watching the level in conjunction with the music, and yeah, it feels like a speed highway. I like I like they're going ham with the guitars, right? Like they're like this is what we're gonna do, and it's kind of cool to hear like guitar music at a game soundtrack like this. Like as corny as it kind of is, Sonic gets away with it. It's also not overbearing. Like this still works as background music. Yeah. Um, I also love the subtle use of lyrics where they're not singing a song, but there's kind of this like up and down and all around. Yeah. They throw in once in a while. Um, oh, next is Sonic 2. I was so tempted to put in uh, City Escape. But I, I was a good boy and I picked something that hasn't been overdone. This is another one. I really remember playing this game. Like, I think it's on the GameCube, right? Uh, yeah, it was on the GameCube. So I'm, I definitely remember playing this game a lot too, and like really enjoying it at the time. It's really jank. But one thing I like is that the Sonic and Shadow levels—they focused on running all the time. Yeah. Like the levels are very long, and there's a lot of running and fast going in it. And this one was cool because you're like, you're escaping the military, but it's on a naval base, and you're running off of like giant battleships and stuff, while the airplanes like just jet planes taking off and shooting at you while you're like outrunning the jet planes. Also, like, it just like it hits the sense of speed really well, but like I could follow what's going on really easily, and and it feels like intricate and well built. I don't like the gameplay was jank, but. Like, I can tell there's a lot of really deliberate design in this that makes some level of sense. Yeah, I think a large problem was the engine they were working with. Um, I think on paper, a lot of the ideas in Sonic Adventure 2 were actually a lot better than the execution. Yeah. Uh, like, if they were to redo this, it might turn out better. Of course, in a way, they kind of do redo it with some of the later games. Like, it, it's crazy. This guy speeds through this level in, like, two minutes. And there's so many different, like, assets in this level that he just, you know, you skip, right? Like, because you're just, like, surfing on rings and whatnot. It, it's it's almost a little uh, frustrating because I know a lot of work went into this. And you're just, like, you're not seeing most of it. Like, you don't get to stop and just see it it doesn't tell you to do that you're, you're incentivized well, to go very very fast so actually though you're kind of are 
uh, encouraged to explore a little bit if you're into the chow garden. Because if you want to pick up all the right animals and stuff to buff your pet right, you're replaying the level multiple times and you're looking for like the hidden caches that are off to the side here and there. I suppose. So if you want to, you, you, you kind of do find an excuse to look at more of it. But if you want to feel like you're going fast, they don't have mandatory slow moments. And I think maybe that's the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had another Sonic 2 one. So this is yeah. the level that follows it. And it's like you're on a jungle island. And then it's like, oh, no, they're going to nuke the whole island. And you get a timer. And it's like, oh, we got to run fast. And, it, oh. and the music brings in real hard. And you were railed down. Oh, up the tree. I got this one too on Steam, and I think this is where I stopped playing, because there's a part of this level where you just, like, if you take this jump the wrong speed, which is the speed you're, like, you're told to take it, you fly off the level and die. And it's, like, at the very end. And I ended up, like, dying so many times on it because I, I just couldn't get the timing right, because the game is so fucking jank, and I was just like, fuck this game. <laughs> Like, I can't do it. Like, it, it is literally, like, so bad. Or, or, like, the one time I did do it, like, I fell through the level or something at the end. Like, it's some bullshit, right? Like... So, it's funny. I was watching someone do a playthrough of this, and it's the first time they've ever played the game. Wow, whatever. And they kept doing that. Like, there was a level where it's a loop-de-loop, -loop and they're running, and all of a sudden Sonic will just shoot to the side and off the stage. Yeah. And it happened three times in a row, and he's like, guys, what am I doing wrong? Because this is a stream. And the people in the stream were like, no, 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 you want to you wanna gently hold it straight up. I know the camera moves, but don't move the stick. Once the camera moves, keep the stick forward. And, like, they're giving, like, very specific, like, this is how carefully you handle yeah. the glass china so that it performs correctly. Like, it is it is janky. Also, I, I don't think I don't, this song fits this level. It, yeah. Like, I don't mind the song, but, like, it works in a city. It doesn't work... In a jungle. No, I think it fits narratively for like they're trying to make you feel like, oh, you need to get urgently out of here. Yeah. But visually there's not a lot of representation of that. So I do I do hear you there. I am Shadow the Hedgehog. So yeah, this is the opening theme. Um you never played Shadow, right? No. I I gotta recommend it. <laughs> If you're willing to put up with these janky I love games he's, a little he's bit, he's holding a fucking pistol in the in the picture on this on the thumbnail. It's so um, this is like a a kids version of Devil May Cry. You know, I think there's a couple comments about that that like compare the two. You get you have you have like melee attacks and you like juggle enemies in the air and shoot them. And it's like. You, when you arrive in the city, aliens are invading, and the army is shooting at the aliens. And you can run over and like you beat up the cop and take his gun and shoot him in the head with his own gun, and then you shoot the aliens and you zoom off. And, like, why did you do any of this? It's like it's so um, self-aware of how over the top it is. I think it has like twelve different endings. Yeah, because there's like a narrative where like you make good, neutral, and bad decisions. 
and it's like there's a good ending where you become like the savior of the world and there's a bad ending where you discover the plant where they've been making shadow the hedgehog clones and you can choose to kill all the clones because you're the real shadow or unleash all of them and take over the world as an army of shadow the hedgehogs like it's so like <laughs> did a 10 year old come up with this because 10 year old me loves it wow so I remember when I first started listening to this the other day, and I was like, I really like how this started. Obviously, it's still doing the butt rock thing, but it's got a cool tone to it. I like, I like the vibe. It feels very like boss music, shadow intro music. And then he starts singing, and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> we're, st- we're still doing that, aren't we? Fuck! I, it, it totally ruins the song. It's stupid as shit. And I scroll through the comments. It's some dumbass, and I've gotta, I've gotta just call this fucker out. But he's like, this falls in the uncanny valley between metal and rock that was everywhere in the 2000s. He's not wrong, and that's called butt rock, and like that, like that, I mean, that's not like the name of the genre, but it kind of is. Um, he's like, I'm not sure if I like it, which is fair. He's like, it would have been cool to get a Black Dahlia Murder or Whitechapel or even maybe Chelsea Grin style track, and it's like, they're not gonna put Deathcore in Sonic, you weirdo. I don't know. I, I think that would be hilarious. I, I know oh, people that be have been funny. begging for a Shadow the Hedgehog 2 that like leans even more like make it m-rated just do it <laughs> testing but, hey, hey, hey there we go there we go um but yeah that's shadow the hedgehog i i think that kind of closes out the second era of sonic games so here's a question um we're at 51 minutes do we want to stop here and then do the next 10 songs on the next show and basically just turn this into a two-parter you know what maybe we do that because i don't i don't know if I, we're not going to adequately get through all the other ones and i'm having like a lot of fun just like reminiscing about sonic like this has been a good time so yeah it, to, you know this is actually a good point that. uh narratively in the playlist because um this is kind of like i want to say this is the nostalgia half and this yeah. next wave is like i'm old enough to not feel nostalgic about it and i have very different stories for the rest of these songs um, but for anybody out there that's curious, I will have this linked in the show notes. So if you want to listen along and do your homework for next week too, you are welcome to see the rest of the list and we'll have some more fun chat then. Yeah. Also, I am going to just listen to Sonic Lava Reef real quick. Well, this is a 30 minute extended loop. Let me bring it up. Real that's quick. a little too long, but <coughs> God, fuck. I love this. This I, Oh yeah. The the, the mean melody <laughs> is so good and then the bass line is so good. And once again, like I don't it matches the tone of the level, right? Like this I could just like see the lava and the and the brown rocks and the the threats. Like it's got such good little melody trills in here. I really adored the sprite work in the um like the backgrounds to the stage. Yeah. Um, Sonic 3 formed a lot of my artistic tastes for a while. Like, what I want out of color and angles and stuff. Because it's just... I really love those games, man. For sure. <clears throat> and then we it would be remiss remixes. if we didn't mention Sonic Underground's opening. Oh, so yeah. I mentioned that. That's in your head. Haha, <laughs> I win. Oh. That's when you'll start singing every once in a while via chat or playing through your speakers and... Yeah, but at least you recognize that one. 
That would I I like I like that that theme. It's stupid, but it's like really catchy and it's good exposition. Like it explains what the show is about really well. Yeah, it's actually functional for a Saturday morning cartoon. You know, that that yeah. might be another one to do a another episode where we watch along. Why not? Oh god, yeah, that was a good time. We, we should go in with Bartleby in it so we can like I can really understand where Tamer is one, two, three, four, five is coming from. Oh, that's right. You still haven't seen Bartleby in the show yet. No. Man, you know, it might be funny. We we could we could turn this into a whole month of Sonic with all the content we're cranking out here. We could. We could do a I Sonic remember, Boom I, episode, Sonic Underground. I'm a little worried now that I mentioned Tamer is that YouTube's going to be like, I'm hearing you, I listen to you, he's going to recommend him some more, because it's been a while now, he finally stopped showing up. Man, he, he put up another video, and I haven't caught up on his last one yet. I gotta, I'm probably going to watch some of that tonight. Um, What a strange, strange thing. I, oh, you know what? Maybe we should figure that out. Do you think we could make a Sonic Underground VR chat world? Uh, probably. I know we've talked about that a little bit, and I think it would be really fun and funny. Like, like I guess Joe's actually started dicking around in Unity with in, in VR chat and stuff. Like, he's he's working on the quick trip we've been talking about. He's, like, got, like, a box, and, and he went and got some shitty textures. He's basically just trying to make, like, a functional outline of some of the stuff he wants. Just to see if he can do it, learn the lighting, things like that. So... It's possible, like, he gets stuff done when he wants to. He's, he's He's got a good workflow process. Yeah, he showed me a screenshot of what he's working on, and it, it did come out fast. I, Unity has some very good tools in it, and then some very clunky tools. And I yeah, think he's appreciating he the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I've been I, listening to this loop for three minutes, and it hasn't gotten old yet. Yeah, it's good. Um, I was just going to say, I... I, I remember putting together this uh, playlist and I was wondering, can we talk about this for an hour? And it's like, of course, we, yeah, I we could can. talk about Sonic for hours. What was I thinking? Yeah. I'm drunk. Good for you. I wanted to be, but man, I took like four shits today. So I need, I needed a, I needed a sober day. Yeah. I, I'm going to have a sober weekend coming up here. I but might, not I might this go day. really light next month. Like September should I meant to go light in August, and then that did not happen. It I never might does. Go light Maybe September. Just for Oktoberfest's sake. So I don't have to feel oh, guilty yeah. about it. That's a good plan. Um, Maybe I'll have two on September 11th, you know. Pour two out for the boys. <laughs> you, you, gotta, you gotta put those down. <laughs> you go to the that bar and say, I'll joke. order a flight. Oh, God. I don't. <laughs> Fuck. We're horrible. I love it. What are you, what are you I, glad about today, Cameron? I okay. This is um. So I guess if anybody's newer to the show or we haven't explained it in a while, we like to close out the show with a glad space. And I remember back when we first started this. This was my idea because I wanted to make sure that because uh, we both have a tendency to complain about things. It's like let's make sure we always end on a happy note, right? Yep. So glad space. We want to reflect on something that makes us happy uh i don't know this is an atypical glad space uh, because it's kind of like controversial maybe but uh did you see the Fortnite update today uh no let me (laughs) let me let me bring it up because i did like a double take do you want to talk about yours while i bring it up because i didn't prepare right yeah um i got i actually have a couple things i could choose from it's been a 
There's been a lot of little things this week that have made me kind of happy. Uh, we just talked about music for a while, so maybe I'll save some music lad spaces for, for next week. Um, well, no, we're going to do music again next week. Shit. Uh, okay. There's been a lot of really good comic books coming out this week. So I do the other, I do the comics podcast with my friends. We, we read a lot of comic books. We talk about them. And uh, I've just been, I've read like four or five comic books so far this week. And they're all been really pretty good. So it, guys, if you're looking for some comics to read, uh, That Texas Blood is a really cool like murder mystery, like police crime stuff set in Texas. But it's got a really good like tone to it. Having a lot of fun with that. Uh, Made in Korea is like a dystopian sci-fi thing about uh people making like like people aren't a lot don't have kids anymore like it just kind of chemically humans aren't reproducing it's a problem and so people are like buying robot children and then pretending they're their children because obviously the, the nuclear family like that's like kind of ingrained in us we still want that right and and so that's like a really cool story it's doing some really fun stuff uh the comic die has been really fantastic which is like a D thing uh, people get sucked into a D game but it's really mostly about like trauma and bad childhoods and world war one a little bit even though it's not set in world war one but there's like world war one imagery and some of the, the the fantasy shit going on it's really cool uh department of truth is really cool it's about conspiracy theories like if enough people believe them they come true and so there's a department that like tries to kill conspiracy theories before they get big enough to like ruin the planet like i don't there's there's like good comic books coming out right now um Batman Reptilian is like, what if Batman was fucking insane in a bad way? And he's like, really weird. Oh, man, that was a fun one. Our work's great. So, yeah, like, good comic books. If you want to get into comic books, you cannot go wrong with any of those. So those are good places to start. But I'm having fun reading comic books. Comic books certainly come in waves, don't they? They absolutely do. Man, I, I was listening to a show. I don't think you know my friend Jaime, do you? Uh. I want to have him I on the show, so. but it is so hard to get a hold of him. So I don't think you've introduced, but uh, he does his own podcast. And him and his friends were talking about comics. And one of his friends, like, he kept bringing up a point of, like, make sure that, you know, all these recommendations we're doing, if you want to get any of them, make sure you go to your local store and support the local store. And that statement literally made me angry because I thought about every local store in my area and how the employees always, like, mock and bully me and make me cry. And I don't want to support them. I'm sorry to hear that. I think in, in most places, you can probably support your local store. But I, I'm done trying. I <laughs> and Don't don't be an asshole. I'm not going to give you my money. Yeah, I, I like my local stores a lot. The problem is, is it's so much easier to get this stuff like anywhere else. Like comic books. I go to Barnes & Noble by trades and they're like cheaper. And I get like two... Two and the buy two get one free or buy two get one half off, right? Like, it sucks because I like the concept of the comic book store and the record store a lot, but it always is like an extra hassle. And it's sort of like I'm here to physically, like, actually support the store, not because this is the better shopping experience, because it almost never is. Yeah, it's kind of a conscious decision. Yeah. Um, At the same time, like, it's cool, like, oh, because the local comic book store does have, like, Warhammer and paints and paintbrushes and stuff, so if I need something in a pinch, I can just go get it, and I don't want them to close because I really like that they have that stuff in stock where I live. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a good thing to support. Yeah. What are you glad about, Cameron? So, um, 1963... 
on August 28th, Martin Luther King had his I Have a Dream speech. And that that's a that's a really solid speech. You know? Mm-hmm. Am, am I, is that a controversial statement? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, so, like, that anniversary coming up, uh, Martin Luther King's trending in some topics and here and there. And it's been kind of nice just reflecting on that and, you know, reading up on the history a little bit and just taking time to, you know, actually reflect on things. And I've been I've been enjoying that, uh, like, specifically today this came up. Excuse me. Um, Now, what inspired that is is less wholesome. I was going to say I'm waiting for Fortnite. Well, here's the trailer for the Martin Luther King DLC in Fortnite. Well, this is upsetting and a like philosophical. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's, it seems like in very poor taste. It it's very very poor taste. They recreated the the Washington Monument in Fortnite, and like in this trailer, they have like historical video and and photos, and then it fades to the the Fortnite characters <laughs> holding up signs, and it's like, what is what am I looking at now? It's just, this is stupid, but it got me thinking, like, I kind of hope there's some kid that maybe, you know, they want to do something different. This comes up on the game and maybe it inspires them to to think about something. Yeah. Maybe this gets them into history. You know, it's just, it's also like this came up and immediately, like, as soon as this went live, there's videos of people like standing next to the Martin Luther King display and just like dabbing and dancing. And it's so disjointed and, and horrid where it's like, I did no one think this through. Right. Like, what, what did you think was going to happen? Um, so <laughs> my glad space is uh, when given the opportunity, uh, choose the silver lining and make the best out of the something. Yeah, that's not a bad one. I think I, I, it's so easy to like fall into negativity right and not everything has a silver lining but sometimes there are ones or you know yeah and you can choose to let go of the bad just just move yeah, on like <laughs> there are things you can't control it, it's not always worth getting mad about them you can just walk away don't bump the microphone so that's that's my pick this week ah, it's not a bad pick it's kind of funny funny it's a little weird i don't know it's a little weird um this was a fun show. I'm looking forward to finishing this off next week. Me too. How interesting we got so much out of that, too. Honestly, I'm not maybe surprised, but I'm happy for the outcome. I think also these next songs are from games you haven't played at all. Correct. I'm going to guess, because I think this is also like we're going to be entering the weed shovelware age. Where like a lot of these, um, even I forgot they were there until I was looking up Sonic soundtracks. <laughs> so it'll be it'll be a fun, different kind of chat to grow on. Yeah, and I'll see you guys then. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>